And welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. Thanks for tuning back in and for uh, giving us that week break. Yes, we really appreciated that time off. Yes. And, you know, I think it's important to honor what you need in the moment. And that's part of what we're hopefully trying to teach you all. Yeah. Not only (laughs) teaching it, but living it. Yes. Practice what we preach, right? (laughs) So yeah. What are we going to talk about today, Brooke? Uh, This week. So we've noticed um, from seeing what you, our viewers like, sorry, our listeners, they're not viewers. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They're they're not viewing That you guys are really into the manifesting stuff. So today we wanted to talk about the things that might possibly be blocking your manifestation. So like if you've done all the work and it's just not still getting you the results you want. Yeah. And I mean, I hear this a lot from people that they're like, I'm saying the things and I'm trying to do this, but it's just like nothing's happening. When do I, when is it supposed to happen? How can I make it happen faster? And I think the first thing you need to do is look at how you're living your life and if there's anything that you're doing that's actually blocking it from happening. Because we want to put blinders onto that a lot of times. Like, I want to do all the things, but I don't want to change anything else that I'm doing. I'll just add in new things. I won't take anything away. I think that's huge. I think so many people love to add in, but are almost afraid, like, well, if I, I think it might be like a a power struggle. Like, they're afraid, like, of possibly having all the things they want. Yeah, for sure. Because it's a little, I mean, I. I've had this conversation with multiple people. Okay, if I make these changes, then who am I, right? Like, who am I? How do I, how do I live in the world without all these things that I've had before? So instead of getting rid of them, we'll just keep them and see how it goes. (laughs) I feel like I'm notorious for this of like saying like, oh, I want more time to do group stuff or things like that. But then I keep booking one on ones, and it's like, do you really want more time or? Oh, I'm the same. Like, I know the change. I can see the changes that I want. But I'm like, baby steps to get there. Yeah. And, and like, it's hard. It's hard to take things out of your life that you know work and function for you. Right. Well, because it's like, so just the example of the one-on-one clients. Yeah. I know that works. I know my bills are paid and I right. financially have the life I want. But it doesn't work for me anymore spiritually as far as like my soul being happy. Right. And you know what? I think any type of growth, whether it's growth in business, spiritually, just anything, it's you have to kind of have this uncomfortable moment, not kind of, you have to have this uncomfortable moment because yeah. you're you're stepping out of what you know into what you don't. Right, so you're creating the space and in that interim or the middle, interim, is that a word? Yeah, interim. Yeah, yeah. I'm good at this. You're really uh, <laughs> wordy. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I brought up the, thor- the source today, if I could even say that. Um, but in the in-between, <laughs> I'm gonna try to say it again. There is this like, is everything okay? Am I sure? Ooh, oh my gosh. Brace yourself. And sometimes it's also like you have to have a little more for a second and it's a little more chaotic. And when you're working on your spirituality and you are striving for this balance and you're feeling that kind of almost like that tug of things changing, you're like, is this even right? Maybe I'm feeling this because it's not right. Right. Almost that fear. mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. But yeah, but really I think it's just more or less like ego stepping in and trying to like pull you back to what you know. And so you have to go like, "Ah, no, I know this is right. (laughs) Exactly. So let's start like, so the first thing we've mentioned it, but is creating space. Like 
You may have made your vision board or wrote down your goals and said everything you want. Like, I want my dream life. I want to have my own business and I want to find the love of my life and I want to travel. But do you have the space for those things? Yeah. Or are you just continuing things on and not making not only like space in your calendar and time, but also physical space as well. So like that space extends out to multiple things. Well, so, let's say you say you want to travel, but you work mm-hmm. 80 hours a week. Like, where, Where's that travel yeah, coming in? You don't have the space to travel, so you literally, not only calendar space, but you have to create free time yeah. in your schedule to be able to book a trip. Or if a lot of people will be like, oh, I want that dream partner, but mm-hmm. work 80 hours a week. But work 80 hours a week. And I love like thinking about the physical space in your home. If you have every corner of your home you know, decorated to the max and your closet's filled, but you're like, I want someone to be here with me. And you don't have, I don't know, maybe an empty drawer for that person to slide into. Yeah. Or two nightstands. Yes. Or a clear, like, you know, if you have two sinks in your bathroom, Mm -hmm. a cleared one side of the sink, that's a big one. Yeah. And I I think it's not one that, that people think about automatically, but you have to have like physically, energetically, when you put those spaces into your home, you're telling the universe, like, I'm ready. Yeah. Bring someone well, in. Also think about, like, is your house set up to where you would want to bring somebody back to it? Yeah. Like, if you are go, 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 and your house is a mess, and you wouldn't want to bring a potential suitor into your home, well, then you don't have the space for it. Right. Like, you got, I know when I was dating, I was like, okay, bed's made every day. <laughs> uh, like, you know, everything looks good. Two nightstands. <laughs> Bathroom's pristine. Now I got him, and I'm like, he makes the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you you know you set him up that he knows you like a made bed, right? No. (laughs) So thinking about like that space for whatever it is that you're that you're calling in. So maybe it's a partner, maybe it's the travel, maybe it's a new job. Mm -hmm. And if you want a new job, are you? Or or like a lot of people come in and they're like, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I want my own business. Yeah. So are you starting to find what your interests are, to find what you're drawn to Mm -hmm. and to make time to work with that so that a business can come from it? Or are you just saying, I would like a business, but I don't know what I'm interested in. So you stay at your job working for somebody else. And I think sometimes social life, when you want to, when you want something new, like a business or a home, sometimes we use our social life as a crutch because we like want to go out and be with our friends. But if you really want a business or um, say you're just even trying to save, like you're money, trying to yeah. be more abundant and you know that you need to figure out where your money's going, you, you sometimes have to say no to things. Absolutely. That's a big one. I think people are afraid of being lonely. Mm-hmm. And so if their only connection is to their tribe, maybe that they go out and drink with or you know have yeah. happy hour with. But it's like, no, sometimes that might be the thing blocking you from that new job, the effort into your new business, the mm-hmm. home you want, the savings you want. And even health, like that might go into health too. If you're like, I want a healthy lifestyle, but I love to go out with my friends. Like maybe it's time to take a look at that and it might be uncomfortable. You might have to have new friends who want to go to yoga and drink juice with you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Or you may need to ask your friends that you are like maybe just going to happy hour with, hey, do you want to switch this up and start going to a workout class yeah. and getting a juice or grabbing a coffee? Because then that would create the space in your schedule for health. Yes. But you have to be proactive. Right. You can't just think about these things and just want them. Like, okay, universe, I thought it. I thought it. Like, I felt the emotion. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. You have to actually make some of the changes. Absolutely. Like if you're saying you want your partner to be more loving and you want to feel more connected, 
well, are you making an effort to be more co- loving and connected to them? Are you speaking their love language? Right. When they do show you love, even if it's not in your language, are you appreciating it and valuing it? Yes. Or are you still like, oh, nope, I said I wanted touch and he just called me pretty, so. So done, <laughs> yeah. done. No, where's the love? <laughs> and when we do that, we block the very thing we're trying to manifest. Yeah. Um, another big blocker is to say something and then do something else. Yes. So like, I want a lot of money, but spend all my money at Target. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, this to me is definitely something that I have worked with. Like, I'm like, okay, I know I want this, but I deserve something else. And then I'll like feel like I'm treating myself, but you really have to think about treating yourself in a different way. Yeah, or if, is it going to fit, like the long-term? Like the if you want more term, travel, yeah. is every time you go to Target once or twice a week, spending 300 bucks worth it? Yeah. And is it, is that the thing blocking you from being able to afford your trip? Right. Because you have, and, or the new house or whatever it might be. Like you really need to, to take a look at what you're putting your energy into and the energy that your money is moving toward. And there's a difference between being abundant and spending on things Mm -hmm. and being careless and just yeah so it's like okay to spend and and not worry or have buyer's remorse knowing that your money's going to come back to you but when you're overspending and then you're saying you can't afford that trip or yes that car or whatever it is that you've been wanting you're blocking yourself you're blocking yourself so you're saying like i i want to have money for a trip but i never seem to have enough money then look at what you're take a look at what you're doing i think this is a big one for fitness too like people are like oh i want to get in shape but I eat out three times a day, and I drink a bottle of wine a night. Well, that's going to have to change. Yeah, that's not going your, to, your fitness lifestyle is not coming from that. And I think sometimes it takes being honest with yourself. Like, yes, maybe having a glass of wine relaxes you, but are you going to feel guilt tomorrow? So is it more worth it to maybe have a tea and then get up early to work out, and then you're going to feel more relaxed throughout your day and need less wine anyway? Yeah, and tea is delicious. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have <laughs> heard yet that we like tea. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think that as you, we really have to, it's, it's that taking a look at, at the, the lifestyle that you're living and it's uncomfortable to like admit to ourselves. It's accountability. Yeah. Ugh. Cause you, you do, you just have to go like, oh, there's a reason why I can't meet my fitness goal or my financial goal or my relationship goal. And here are the things that I'm doing. It's like self-sabotaging. Yes. Right? It also has to do with your language. Yes. Because remember, our words create energy. So like if you're saying, oh, I want to be fit, but every time you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, I'm such a fat ass. Yes. Like you are not creating a fit habitat for your body to get into. Or saying like people who constantly say like, I'm broke. I don't have money. I'm broke. I can't afford that. Please don't tell me that you're manifesting money because you're blocking it. But if you start saying I'm abundant, money flows easily to me, you're going to shift that vibration. Right. But you got to stop calling yourself broke. Yeah. You just have to. And I just always like to go back, like, think about if you were saying it to somebody else, how, or someone was saying it to you, how you would feel. Why the heck are you saying it to yourself? Right. Don't do that. Right. Do I would not hang out with somebody <laughs> if they kept calling me broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're calling me broke all day, I'm out. <laughs> or fat. Like, come on. Yes. One time, sorry, I had a dentist. <laughs> I was wearing a bracelet that said Brooke on it, but somebody wrote on my chart, 
like B-R-O-K-E. So they wrote broke. And the dentist like three times called me broke, but his fingers were in my mouth. So I couldn't correct like, him. Oh, Brooke. <laughs> and then finally he read my bracelet and he was like, is your name Brooke? And I was like, yeah, he's like, that makes so much more sense. And I was like, he was like, somebody wrote it wrong on here, but it was really funny. So <laughs> I feel like I might've asked you like, is your, like, I know. I don't know. He, but... he said it was so much confidence three times. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I also don't like to feel like I'm messing up someone's name. So I probably would have also gone for it. Yeah, just like whatever. But once you saw the bracelet, we clarified it. But anyway, um, don't anyway. call yourself that. <laughs> yeah. Or so. me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Those, that second note was really important. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, thinking about how you talk to yourself and switching up. If you notice that you're constantly, you know, you're saying what you want, but you're constantly talking down on yourself. Think about how you can switch that sentence. So if you're looking in the mirror and you're saying you're a fat ass or <laughs> like looking in the mirror and going like, I knew I shouldn't have had those chicken fingers last night. Instead, I like my body is exactly where it needs to be. My body is growing and changing and supporting me through life. Like I'm thankful for my body. Any of those things are going to shift that vibration. And then you'll notice. You can, like, feel it immediately when you say that. Yeah. And this also, I mean, pay attention to how you talk about other people, too. If you're, like, uh, say you're saying you want to get in shape, but then every person in shape you see, you're like, oh, they're braggy or... Yeah, like... Oh, they're stuck up because they're in shape or... Why are they posting that video of their six-pack? Yeah, skinny biatch. (laughs) Like, any of those things? Well, like... Uh, you're telling the universe you don't like that, so why would the universe bring that to and it's you? It's like, oh, okay, so you don't want you don't want that six pack, and you don't want to be that skinny. <laughs> yeah. So then your body says, okay, pack on more weight so that you can like yourself. Yeah. Let me protect you. So be very mindful. Language really is imperative for what we're trying to manifest and attract. Your yeah. thoughts too. It's because I think a lot of people think mantras are just going to save the world. I love mantras, mm-hmm. but they're like, I keep saying I'm abundant, but every time I look at the state of the world or gas, I think it's so expensive. Right. Well, if you're no. saying you're abundant, but then thinking things are outrageously priced. Yeah. You like, you literally have to just like stop yourself like in the middle of that thought and go like, okay, no. Yeah. Like, like, yes, gas has gone up, but can I still afford to put it in my car? Yeah. Yep. Tight. Good. Here we go. go. Vroom, vroom. (laughs) Driving to my next thing. (laughs) Like, yeah. So don't dwell on prices while you're trying to tell yourself you're abundant. I see this one a lot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so much. Or people who say they're abundant, but when it comes time to like raise their rates Mm -hmm. are like, oh, I couldn't raise my rate. And like, do you know how much easier this could be for you? Yeah. Do you know you're just literally blocking yourself from money? Like that is the easiest way to do it is well, just to not raise yes. your rate. If you're afraid to raise your rates and then you start thinking, well, what if my clients can't afford it or that's expensive for them? You're blocking your abundance and theirs. Yeah. And you know what? There's so much. Yeah. Also, yeah. Get out of their pockets. Yeah. Get out of their pockets. Honestly, a good exercise for this, if you're ever feeling poor or broke or any mm-hmm. of those things, Google the amounts of money in the world or like the most expensive house in the world or like the most outrageous uh, things people put in their houses and you will see how much abundance is out there and it'll almost make you feel excited or inspired. Like, yeah. I like to do that in every once in a while and I literally think like when I Google like the richest house or the, the best travel destinations. Yes. I'll look and then I'll like get excited and I'll be like, I can have that. I'm going to have that. Yeah. And when I start telling myself I can have it and now you think of like all the abundance in the world and that you're part of it instead of the lack. Yes, because there's so much lack mentality with money. I think we... There's so many people who look at others and be like, that's who can afford that? Who can have that? And that's exactly what's stopping you from having it. Right. (laughs) Instead, think I deserve that and I can have that. Yeah. And be 
I don't know, be, I keep wanting to say fortunate. That is not the word. Fortunate's a good word though. It is. <laughs> but like you should be uh, excited for the people that do have that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, and you're fortunate that you can have that. It's true. And then it creates that vibration. So then this takes us to our next thing, which is very similar, but hating on those who have. Yes. So like if somebody spends $100,000 on a car and you're like, even if I had $100,000. I would never spend it on that. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I would never buy that Birkin bag. Well, okay, well, right now you don't have a choice. No. <laughs> you're just saying that because you can't. No. Right. <laughs> but it's like, instead of saying the things you would never do with your money, just be, again, happy for that person. And then think, instead of going, because realistically, I'm not a car person, like yeah. for like a $100,000 car. Right. Doesn't mean I can't have that. Instead, I'd be like, well, when I had the $100,000 that what was would free, I, do with I would, yeah, think of what you would do with it then. Or if I had $5,000 for a purse, but decided that I didn't want that purse, what would I want to spend the $5,000 yes. on? So that way you're shifting the vibration of I still deserve and I still can and not to like a hateful, like, oh, that was stupid of them to spend on that. Yes, exactly. So you have to just, it's the mindfulness of the thoughts, the awareness of like how, and you'll be surprised if you really start taking inventory on this, how often you shift into those things because it's like, it's a, it's also a cultural thing. It's usually a social thing. And sometimes we say things or think things when we're with others because we want to fit in and feel, and it's not, it's not actually your fault. It's part of your nervous system. Like that, that social fitting in thing. So we either like don't say anything or we just say what we think others would say feel was appropriate and just do something different. Yeah. I mean, I've been in conversations where people talk about the price of gas or like money stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I can have that. Like, yeah, like who cares? Yeah. Uh, people might think I'm braggy or I talk about money a lot and that's okay. Cause I'm abundant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let them think that if they have a problem with you feeling and stepping into your abundance and your power, it just signifies their lack. Mm -hmm. And that's their issue, not yours. And one day they'll go, oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. That's what we hope for them anyway. Well, I literally started <laughs> telling all my friends, like, hey, I want to teach you how to be abundant so that when we go and take vacations, we're staying in similar hotels. Like, oh, I like that. Oh my God. And then they appreciate it. It's not yes. like. Yeah, because yeah. it's not a braggy thing. It's just. Hey, level up with me. Yeah, come on up. Come on up. Yeah, so just enjoy. Enjoy the fine things in life. Like, don't think that it's not for you. Just Or that it's frowned upon. I think a lot of us, too, go into that guilt of, like, well, there's children who aren't eating. Yeah. Okay, not that, and there is children who aren't eating, and you can always think of ways to give back. Yeah. Anytime we're working with abundance or manifesting, when you give, you receive. So yes. it is okay to give to charities, to give to the poor in whatever way you like, or maybe you're a big tipper. All of that is um, fantastic, amazing. We want you to do that. But don't look at things like, oh, they're starving children, so I don't deserve to buy myself this nice meal or to go on this vacation. Mm -hmm. Give, send love to the starving children, but don't use that as something to hold yourself don't back hold because your back, now <laughs> what good is it or how can you help the starving children if you don't have extra? Yeah, that, I mean, that, that always like... I guess the first time I thought about that, it shifted so much for me because you can't give if you don't have. And right. so like if money is energy and it's coming from everywhere, just because you have a lot of it doesn't mean that you're like bad. bad. And I think that that is such kind of like what we've been told in movies and this, like the bad guy's always the rich guy. And like that is not, and we hear about, 
you know, rich people doing bad things, but we don't always look at all the good. Right. And we all have some level. I think it seems bigger because it's a bigger scale. Like there's Mm -hmm. more of a microscope on it. Yeah. But I mean, all of our lives are ebbs and flows. Nobody's 100% good. Absolutely. I mean, we could dig into anybody's life and find something good and something bad right. that we perceive as bad, right? And it does have nothing to do with if you're poor, middle class, yeah, it's, rich. It's, it's all the same. <laughs> and it's all perspective and, and what we're focused on. Yeah. So, yeah, rich, not bad. But then also people who, like, let's say you have a wonderful family and you're healthy, mm-hmm. but you want more. And people who are, like, guilty, like, oh, I should be happy because I have my health and a happy family. Right. Yeah, and this is like an upper limit problem. Like we feel like this is where we get, this is it, I'm maxed out, I can't go further. You can always go further and there's so many people who just think, okay, well I have this, 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 so that this this must be it for me. These are my cards. Like I've got the health, I've got the family, I guess I'm not having the wealth. Yeah. No, you can have all of them. Mm -hmm. It's quite all right. And you deserve to have it all. So don't put a limit on like, okay, five good things in my life, I don't get six. No, because that's when people get to, like, how do those people have it all? Yes. In reality, I think, again, all is perspective. Right. But just because you have a couple good things doesn't mean you can't ask for more. That doesn't make you ungrateful. Right. And you can always give gratitude for what you have, but then call on more. It also, this also just made me think of when you're, you know, maybe looking for bad things that people who have seem to have it all. Well, there must be something like, don't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know either. that's true. Like nobody's perfect. Digging in people's relationships. Yeah. Trying to like, find. well, I'm sure there's something like, yeah, well, maybe there's not, maybe there is, but just right. let, it, let be, it be. If they're happy, be happy. Um, there's a great book called the big leap by Gay Hendricks. I'll link it in the bottom. And he talks about upper limit problems and um, just, I mean, basically what we're talking about today, and it's a really good one if you want to dive in a little bit more on understanding how you're limiting yourself. Yeah, I love Gay Hendricks. Him and his wife, if you are dating right now and not in a relationship, do a lot of talks about successful relationships and manifesting relationships. So it's Katie and Gay Hendricks. You can like Google their name. You'll find it all. It's on there. In that book, he actually talks about how they haven't fought in a long time because of this, figuring out this upper limit problem. They they realized every time they were fighting, it was because they were doing well in another part of their life and they were like creating this drama, which is what we all do. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's, it's fascinating. It makes sense, anyway. yeah. Anyway, side note, but. But it's true. I, I think there it's very ingrained in our culture for either or. So I can have a, a successful working career or a happy wife, family at home. Yeah. And it's like, no, you if, if you put effort and believe you can have it all. Right. But I think when people think the or stuff, that's when they go to work, they're successful. They come home, they have nothing left. And maybe yeah. they just sit and drink. <laughs> and yeah. so you have nothing to give to your wife and kids. And then it's like, well, of course my relationships are shit. Well, yeah. But if you come home, maybe don't have the extra alcohol and like mm-hmm. maybe stop work an hour earlier so you're not completely wiped out. Yeah. And I just, there's so much that... We don't have to overdo everything. I think there's like a lot of overdoing in whatever it is that you're focused on. So if you're focused on success, being successful at work, then you're overdoing that. If you're focused on being successful um, in your health, then you're probably overdoing that as well. Like finding well, the the balance. And anytime we're out of balance in that manner, like the mm-hmm. overdoing, think of a pendulum, it has to swing. Right. So if you're way, way over here, to come back to balance, it's going to have to swing way back the other way. That's why people who like are on a very strict diet 
you know, they can maintain. And then as soon as the diet stops, they swing back and gain all the weight yeah. because it's a, it's a pendulum. So it's better to actually swing from smaller points to stay relatively in balance. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean that everything's always going to be great, but yeah. it's just not these big extremes or like the person that's working all the time that just gets super burnt out and has a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's very true. <laughs> It's or a heart attack, and oh, then they can't work all the right, time. Right, And then their body's like, hey, we're out. Um, oh, I also, sorry. No. Because I didn't put it on here, but things that add resistance. Yes. I think people don't realize how often we're adding resistance to what we're manifesting by talking about how much we don't have it or yes. waiting for it. Ooh, these are so good. Yeah, like money's a good example. Like if you're waiting for a check and you keep checking the mail constantly, like where is it, where is it, or to keep checking your bank account. Mm-hmm. What you're you're creating the vibration of waiting, yeah, and so like, you're attracting more waiting, yeah. So it's just going to keep, yeah, it's but it'll take longer. <laughs> we'll see, and I, we see this so often in relationships. People yes. who are like, "Where is my person? Where's my person? I want them right now." But they go out every weekend looking for them, or they're on the dating apps every two seconds, like looking at their messages. It's like, well, no, your person will come, but right now you're attracting waiting for your person. Right. So instead, know your person's flowing easy to you. Be open, trust the universe, but don't constantly seek or go out and look yes. for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about all the people that you've heard, because, I, I mean, this happens all the time. People are like, I wasn't even looking for somebody, and then there he was. Yes. Like, it's because you've you stopped putting out that resistance, that, like... Energy of, like, desperation almost. Like, help me, help me. Yeah. Well, and I think that people in the dating world can feel it. If you're, like, looking for your person, and every time you go on a first date, you've already, like... Married them, uh, divorced that like in your head. It's like, well, no, like just go on the date and see where it goes. Don't already decide that this has to be my person because the other person feels that and is like, you're crazy. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm out because I don't I can't. Who can handle that? Right. Well, you can also see this in jobs like that phrase. You have to have a job to get a job. Yeah, because when you don't need money, you're not looking. It's easy for like a job with good options to fall in your lap. Right. But if you're like searching, 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 there's going to be some resistance. Right. And feeling like there's nothing out there. It's yeah. Like that, that's what you're at, attracting. Nothing yeah. being out there. Well, I mean, the best thing you can do is ask the universe for what you want. So get really clear what you want. Create space in your life for it. Like, so work towards it a little bit by creating that space. But then trust the universe to bring it to you. Then don't go push for it. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's that trust. It's just knowing that it's... It's coming, and it's coming at the right time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because if you think about all the things you have, like in hindsight when you wanted something <laughs> yeah. else or like tried to force something and it doesn't work, you're like, oh, yeah. this is why. This, this is why. This is supposed to be here. It's, I mean, when you're working towards something else and you're trying to manifest and you feel like it's not happening, I do think that's a great place to go is like thinking back and seeing all the things that you wanted and how it unfolded and how... It's worked out to, and the things that you pushed, yeah, how maybe those didn't work out so much. So it's a good exercise to kind of. Well, I think people start to blame themselves. They like idealize. They're like, I must not be a good manifester because I really wanted this job. I got it and now I hate it. Well, no, maybe you tried to say you wanted another job, but you pushed this one, like push for it. It Mm -hmm. came and you rationalized into it about why it would work and why it was great. You, You idealized it and then now it's not what you wanted. It's not that you're a bad manifester. It's all those other things, the yeah. rationalizations yep. and idealizations and all of that that make it. Absolutely. Poop. Poop. <laughs> pure poop. <laughs> um, so another thing that you can do to help or something that might be blocking you is just not having gratitude for what you have right now. So yes. gratitude is 
always a good thing. Uh, and it's always a great place to go if you're feeling lost or stuck or any anything, really. Like, just go to gratitude and notice the good that you have now. And you'll, number one, you're calling in more of that. Right. But you're also just going to feel better. You are. Well, I think about it if you're like, oh, I don't have my love. When I meet oh, my love, everything will be great. But right, right. my right now, my life is poop. Like, yeah. <laughs> And you're like, blah, blah, blah about your life. Well, it's like, okay, no. If you want to call in a person, first have some gratitude for the life you have. Because who's going to want to be with you and join your life if you hate it? <laughs> yeah, if you hate your life, no one wants to come in and right. hang out in it. Yeah. So, I mean, have gratitude and create your best life now. Yeah. You don't have to wait for the job or the person or the this, like make your life what you, what you want it. And that's, what's calling in the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. So yeah. I mean, having a daily gratitude list is a great way to remind yourself five to 10 things a day. Yeah. Um, I think last on our list. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, avoidance. Yeah, avoiding dealing with the things that have created these patterns in your life and past traumas that you have and things that are, you know, calling in lessons again and again and again. Yes. And if you're not dealing with that, nothing's going to change. No. So the, the dating is such an easy example for this. I know I keep going to that, but this is where the examples lie. Okay. Yeah, we did money too. We're, yeah. No. So, <laughs> but like somebody saying, like, let's say you have an abandonment wound. Mm -hmm. And so you never trust the opposite sex. Okay. But then you're like, well, I'm manifesting my partner. But then every person that comes as a potential suitor, you're like, well, they're a liar. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. And you're constantly looking for something wrong. Yeah. You're not ready for that partner. You need to deal with that abandonment wound. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're, it's never going to change. They're not going to stick. No. So like, or like money too. Like if, you know, if you haven't dealt with your sense of lack or your shitty spending, but you're like, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. Well, we can give you a billion dollars and you're going to spend it all wrong. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> you're going to win the lottery and you're going to spend it all and you're going to have nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see those on those lottery stories all the time. Yes. And that's why. They, they haven't, haven't created the space or dealt with the trauma in their life. Yeah. That. And so they're going luck. right back, right back to the same pattern. So it doesn't matter who comes in and how much you have or the job that happens. If you haven't dealt with your, shit. Yeah. You got to do the work. Yeah. Then your shit's going to keep coming up. Right. And the work comes with, I mean, being honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. awareness, maybe talking to a close friend or family member that you can bounce things like, Hey, what are my patterns? What are the things that are my shadows that maybe I'm not willing to look at Yeah, and allow them to be real with you. It can be confronting, but allow them to hold that space and give you that. And then, I mean, I think from there, therapy or a healer is a great place to go. Yes. Because then you can learn tools to manage and work through these things. Right. Because it's one thing recognizing them and then you're like, well, what do I do now with what? it? Like <laughs> you you need to, to do something with it so that you can move forward. Yeah. Shift your vibration and change the energy around yeah. it. Uh, and then you can actually manifest the things you really want. So if you have done a vision board or, you know, talk to your friend about what you want or wrote it on your mirror every day and it's just not coming to fruition or coming true for you. Yeah. Take a real look at, okay, what's blocking this? And when there's time to do some work, time to do some work. And yeah, I, I think that once you take a look at all these things and start peeling them back and removing the, removing the blocks, things come rather quickly. They do. Well, so be ready. <laughs> 
Consciousness, which is what we are all a part of, and that's the piece of your brain. Like when you're thinking and in thought, Mm -hmm. it's the part of your brain that's listening to those thoughts. Yes. Okay. So think of that as consciousness or maybe your intuition. It's Mm -hmm. listening to your active thoughts. We are all part of one universal consciousness. So we're all conscious and, you know, part of one. And we're all connected. Yes. If consciousness is, think about like tree roots, Mm -hmm. but then from the roots you grow, you know, the... I was going to call it the spine of the tree. What is it called? The trunk? The trunk. I was going to call it the stem. So we were doing real good. Uh, The trunk. The tree trunk. We're not like botanists. So then you have the tree trunk and then you have the tree, its branches. And then, you know, that's when the trees reach the other trees. And see, most of what we see is only on the surface, which is the trunk. The trunk. And the leaves. Mm -hmm. The bark. Yeah. (laughs) But the more conscious and aware we become, the deeper we get in those roots, then our trunk can grow more, our branches can grow more, and we're able to attract things better. So the more conscious and aware we are, yeah. the more of a mega manifester we are. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because the tree's bigger, like the more consciousness underneath, the bigger the yeah. tree so, to So to when, you're, when your consciousness things. is growing, that means your tree roots are growing. And if you're a big stable tree, you can grow taller and taller because you're grounded in yeah. the air. Let me give another example. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> I don't know why. I really want to do this. I really want to make okay, this a thing. Okay. The, so if you didn't like that one, here comes another. <laughs> the ocean or like a body of water. Okay. That's okay. where I was going to go. But you. I want to do it. You do <laughs> it. Okay. If it, so if our consciousness is the depth of the ocean, mm-hmm. the deeper we are, when a ripple or a wave comes, we're going to be less affected. Yes. That's good. But if we're shallow, then that wave comes and we're it's gonna we're, rock we're us. Going, we're going into a whirlpool. So this is why you want to spend time with consciousness or in your conscious or in your intuition, which comes with breath work, meditation, energy work, all of awareness, those things, mm-hmm. so that you're not easily rippled by the waves, or so that you're a big tall tree and you can attract the things you want. Yeah. I liked it. Thank I liked, you. I like both of them. <laughs> they, were, they were beautiful. Thank you so much. Um yeah. I want to. I want to like do one too, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> what about like a bird? No. <laughs> if you're flying in the sky. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, it's all about like when you become aware. These things, the stuff, the stuff of life, it doesn't affect you as much. Yeah, and then the manifesting is more accessible. Yeah, because like comes quickly because you understand that it can happen. I think that a lot of it, a lot of the block. Is like you're saying it, but you're not actually believing that it will come true. I, I hear this a lot. Like I'm I'm saying it, but I can hear and feel that the you doubt. don't that that there's so much doubt behind it. It can't come. Then no, there's just no way. So you have to take the time to to do the work and to meditate and unravel the, the knots. Yes, to get closer Ooh, to consciousness. We're doing so many analogies. I like it. Um, but yeah, like you got to dig in, dig into the ugly parts of yourself to have the pretty parts. So if there's somebody who you think is just really lucky or can <laughs> manifest anything, no, they're probably have done some work. Yeah. On healing their stuff, removing their blocks and creating space. So it may seem easy to you now, but it probably wasn't always the case. No. They've had to do some work. Yes. Yeah, so. takes takes time. So journal prompts? Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, let's, I mean, sorry, were you about to say another no, statement? No. <laughs> well, why don't we look at have you write down the top three things you're trying to manifest into your life right now? Yeah. And then potential blocks that you're aware of that could be keeping mm-hmm. you, or like they could be your thought patterns, 
um, deep rooted emotions or beliefs that you're ready to let go of, but you're aware they're, you know, that they're there. Yeah. And then what steps can I take to remove these blocks or to let yeah. go? I love it. Yeah. Cool. Good job. <laughs> Am I hired? <laughs> you're hired. Come back. No. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we hope that this helps if you've been feeling blocked with your manifesting and, um, we'd love to know how it, it works, works for, for you. you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.